As the racing season winds down, the separation season begins. Now, when I say separation season, I don't mean the season to separate yourself from racing, although that's exactly what many of your competitors are doing. And that provides an opportunity for you to separate from the pack. Within This Is Bracket Racing Elite, we focus on growth year-round, but the gains, they're, they're small, they're incremental during race season for two reasons. Number one, because your attention as a racer is split, right? You've got upkeep, maintenance, travel, all the things involved with the racing season, in addition to a focus on your own growth. And because other racers are working hard at that time too. It's this time of year, this separation season, where putting in the work can really allow you a leg up on the competition. If you're serious about doing just that, and you'd like to surround yourself with a group of knowledgeable trainers and accountable peers with the tools, the resources, the wisdom to help you take that next step, and perhaps even with the occasional kick in the pants to keep you on track, this is Bracket Racing Elite is the answer. We've helped thousands of racers just like you take the next step toward becoming the best version of themselves on the racetrack. Elite can help you do the same. Enrollment is open as of Monday, November 27th, and it closes December 8th. Learn more at thisisbracketracing.com slash elite. And it's all that we know, it's the way Today's podcast is presented in part by Portatree. Portatree is a leading manufacturer of practice trees, simulators, and test tracks with quality products designed for racers by racers. I depend on Portatree for my own practice. Check them out at portatree.com and be sure to stick around to the end of the show. We'll provide you with a discount code for 10% off your next Portatree order. BTE builds products that you can depend on, whether it's a complete power glide transmission, a torque converter for your specific combination, or any related component or bolt-on item. The professionals at BTE and Memphis Performance have what you need to succeed. Shop online at bteracing.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast with Luke and Jed. I'm Big Jed, Jared Pennington. He's cool hand Luke Bogacki. If you're a regular listener, thank you for your patronage. If you're new, you'll probably catch on soon enough. Our goal is to shed some light on the events, news, and issues in sportsman drag racing and the stars within it. It's time for the big interview. On the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast with Luke and Jay. All right, guys. We're joined by another champion. Kyla Fight is on the phone with us. Kyla is a 14-year-old junior dragster racer from Wisconsin. She won the Great Lakes Dragway Junior Dragster Championship this year, which got her an invite to Memphis and ultimately an opportunity for her to go win the World Finals in Junior Dragster. It's great to have this young lady on the phone. She is the 2018 IHRA Junior Dragster Champion. Kyla Fight, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. Having a good night up there? Yes. Is it cold in Wisconsin right now? Very cold. Yeah, I would think so because it's cold in Alabama, so it's got to be miserable up there. But you guys yeah. know how to deal with it. We don't. 
So, Tyler, congratulations on an amazing accomplishment. Uh, 14 years old, getting a world championship in a very difficult category full of a lot of talented young people. It had to feel really good. Yeah, thank you. It's, it feels very cool. So it's like an honor to have this title. It's super cool. Yes, absolutely. It's an honor, and uh, you obviously earned it. And for those of our listeners that don't know much about you, obviously you're 14, so you know, you've been doing this a little while, but we probably got a lot of listeners that don't know much about Kyla Fight right now. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in the junior category, and what's led you to this point. Okay. I started racing when I was 10 years old. And my grandpa, actually, before I was born, bought me my first junior in hopes that I would want to race one day. Mm. And he would, like, ask me along the years if I'd wanted to or not. Um, And I've turned it down, but when I was 10, I wanted to give it a try. So that's when I first started racing. I won my first race the following year, and this is going to be my fourth year racing, and it's so cool that I've gotten to be a world champion at such a young age. Wow, it is very cool. Started at 10, at 14, now you're a world champion. You've obviously taken to the sport very quickly and very well. So, Kyla, let's talk a little bit about the the points season there at Great Lakes, where you, again, won the points championship in Junior Dragster, which got you the opportunity to go compete at the World Finals. Tell us a little bit about your season did you lead the points most of the year? Did you have to come from behind? Tell us a little bit about that points runoff. Okay. The first race I had down there, I ended up winning. And then I also won a second race in the season as well. I had many semifinal and final finishes. So that led me to lead points for most of the season with super close people right behind me. So it was really close to see who would be able to go to Memphis at Great Lakes. But you were obviously in contention all year, starting out the year so well and then competing very well throughout the season. How about as it was wrapping up, were you starting to feel a little bit of pressure? I mean, even at 14, you know, you're a young lady, but you you had to know what was all on the line. So were you feeling pressure throughout the last part of the year to finish it off and go to Memphis? Yeah, that last race that we had down at Great Lakes. I was really nervous the weeks to come, and it was on my mind because I knew what would happen because I had been leading points the whole season, so I didn't want to give it up the last race. So I was really nervous going into it, and I ended up going to semifinals that day, but I had enough points to get me the X-Point champion down there. So wrapped up that championship. How did that feel, Kyla, when you knew that you had earned an opportunity to go to Memphis and compete? That was so cool. It was just like a weight lifted off of me because I wasn't nervous anymore about everything and how I would end up finishing that last week. And it was so cool to hear that I had the opportunity to go down to Memphis. Yeah, I bet. What about the support group around you as that championship was starting to wrap up and and you knew that you were in contention and and it was yours to lose? How about the support group around you? Were they trying to keep you calm or was anyone telling you, you know, we know you can do this? I'm sure you were getting a lot of different types of support. 
Yeah, I had a lot of support from family and friends over that last week going there. Just uh, tell me to be calm and do what I've been doing all season, and that's got me to where I am. So that helped me calm down for the race day. Sound like you got some really smart people around you, Kyla, because that's, that's the key. Do what got you there and everything else. Take care of itself. So job well done. So Obviously, you win the championship there at Great Lakes, and now you know that you've got to make a trip to Memphis. And I'm sure at 14, you might not know how many miles that is, but it sounds like a pretty significant trip there from Wisconsin to Memphis. What about the travel plans and, and all the arrangements? Who was taking care of all that? My dad did all of that for us. He drove from Wisconsin to Memphis, and I had to leave school early, so we got down there day ahead of the races and test and tune so that we were all set and ready to go and calm going into the race weekend. And it was quite a long drive, but we made it, and it was really nice. To be able to be there a day ahead. How many text messages do you think you sent from the time you left the house in Wisconsin to the time you got to Memphis? Quite a bit. <laughs> nice easy ride for you. Does dad race too? Dad does not race. He wants to, but my grandpa that got me my junior does race. Oh, cool. You got some racers around you. So yeah. you, you make make the long haul down to Memphis. You get there a day early, which is a good idea. Get you good and calm down, relaxed before you start the big runoff. And there was a gambler's race prior to uh, the world finals taking place. And you performed pretty well in the in the gambler's race as well, correct? Yeah, I ended up running up in the gambler's race on Friday, which is also really cool. So I was just happy getting to the finals down there for the gamblers. That was Awesome. And having a perfect light that day was super cool. I bet. That's a big stage to be performing so well. I had to give you a lot of confidence going into the world finals to the championship runoff. So tell us about that, the runoff. Uh, how many cars is in your class? Do you know? I'm not sure, but probably 60-some juniors. Big crowd. Really yeah. big crowd. And a lot of talented racers in that crowd, too. So how are you feeling about the the championship runoff did you were you nervous early on did it take you a, a few laps or a good talk with dad or somebody in your your camp or how was you feeling about the pressure of the the moment I was really nervous going into first round because all I wanted to do was make it past first round and then I'd be more calmed down so I was nervous going into first round but after I made it through I was just happy at least making it through first round with a double one, which is super cool. And then second round, I went back out there with a double two, which is also really cool. So I calmed down after first round. And I think that really helped me throughout the rest of the day. Sound like you should have stayed nervous if you were double one, double two, Kyle. That's a, <laughs> that is very strong performances in the early rounds. Why do you think we put so much pressure on ourselves first round? You know, the first round should be the easiest round because you're racing somebody that hasn't beaten anyone yet. From second round on, everybody you race has beaten someone. So it seemed like it would get more difficult. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves first round? Yeah, I think it's we put more pressure on ourselves in first round because we're all – we don't know where we're at in the day, and it's just kind of a nerve-wracking thing, and we <laughs> – 
y'all want to make it through, but once you get to second round, the whole field's cut in half, so it's more calming and easier. Yeah. I've been racing since 1984, Kyla, and I still get nervous in the first round. I don't know what you were doing in 1984, but I know I was getting nervous first round. I still am many, many years later, so I think you're right. I think we're still just trying to find our way out on the racetrack. It just makes us nervous. So what about the atmosphere, Kyla? You obviously race locally there in Wisconsin. I'm sure you guys get out. I know you've run the Midwest Series quite often, so you've gotten to different types of events. But was the atmosphere there at the World Finals different than any other you've been a part of? I don't think the atmosphere is really different. I had a lot of good friends of mine also down in Memphis from Wisconsin International Raceway, which is another track that I race at. And I'm close with a lot of the people over there. So it was really nice having other friends to talk to while I was down there. So I think that also made the weekend easier. Yeah, I imagine seeing a lot of familiar faces makes it a little bit easier. Uh, and, and you don't you get separated from the moment a little bit better. So I'm sure that helped a lot. Yeah. What about, so you're a little nervous first round. You lay down a 001. You're a little less nervous in round number two. You lay down a double O two. Were there any rounds throughout the race, Kyla, that you felt like, oh, I got away with one. I missed it a little bit, or uh, I broke out and I should have gotten beat, but I won. Or was there a performance where you needed to be so good on the tree and the other end and you got it done in a race that you could have easily gotten behind in? Yeah, I've had... All of those races that day, I think. There was definitely a race I had, semifinals, I think, and I definitely don't think I should have won that, but he ended up breaking out. So that was just, yeah, I missed the tree on that one. So he should have won that, but not how it turned out. I stayed in it, and he ended up breaking out by more. And then I had to race one of my friends, and I knew I had to be good on the tree to race him so so that was the final round you had to race a friend of yours it was second round i had to race a friend of mine and then semifinals. um i think the other guy should have beat me there yeah yeah and and every time you win a race probably for the rest of your life you'll you'll have that that one round where you got by with something that you you didn't hit your targets but that's just the way racing goes you still come out the victor and it still feels just as good so now you're in the final round. Tell us yeah. about that final round, Kyla. So how were you feeling about what was taking place there? You're obviously racing now for the, the final round world championship. What was going through your mind and your body at the time? The final race, I knew that if I thought too much about it, then I'd get in my own head and it probably wouldn't work out the right way. So I just wanted to stay calm throughout the whole thing and just treat it like it was any other race that day. and. It, like, it wasn't really a final, so I could still perform to how I was doing that day to hopefully get the job done. Well, and obviously you did get the job done. Tell us about the final. Give us uh, who was your opponent. Give us some numbers. Kind of break it down for us, Kyla. Tell us how it went. Okay. I raced Chance Terman, and he was from Texas. He ended up going 96 red on the tree, and I had a 23 I never saw him down track because he stopped right after he went on the light. So I just ran the whole thing out. 
and I ended up running a 789, I believe. So I still ended up breaking out, but he obviously read lit first, and I was celebrating all the way down track. <laughs> so you saw your wind light come on. You knew it was yours. Yeah. So at that moment, how did it feel, Kyla? How did it feel to know that, that you've made this long season and long trip pay off with a world championship? It felt so cool. It felt unbelievable for that moment, and it was just crazy. I was crying, and it was just so happy. What was the first thing you thought of when your wind light come on? Uh, my wind light came on, and I was just freaking out in my head. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like, this didn't happen. What the heck? Uh, I never thought that I could ever make it that far, but it's so cool. Yeah, that had to be a very, very cool moment, and it, it's it's great that you got the chance to enjoy that before ever getting to the finish line. You, you, all that anxiety got turned loose very early in the run with his red light, so that had to feel pretty good. So now you're a world champion, and you get all of the the prizes and, and cash and everything that goes along with winning that championship. Tell us what your prize package looked like, Kyla. Uh, my prize package was the Junior, an American dragster designed by Imagine Customs. It's such a beautiful car, so that's amazing. And I got the trophy, which is so cool, $3,000, oh, a ring, nice. and a jacket. So that's wow. quite the prize package. Yeah, very, very nice. You want a car. Obviously, you talked about Imagine That Customs paint job, Jerron Settles. A guy I know very well does tremendous work for the IHRA in painting those championship cars. I mean, that had to be winning a, a race car for winning a final round, Kyle. It had to be unbelievable feeling. Not, you know, the cash, the trophies, all those things are wonderful, the rings, but you want a race car. How'd that feel? Yeah, that is so cool. The night before when it was, like, revealed, I was just looking at it, and I was like, wow, the person that gets this is going to be super lucky. It was just... It's such a beautiful car. The paint job is amazing, and the dash on the inside is so cool. I've never seen that in a junior before, so that is one nice-looking junior. Yeah, and it's all yours. That that's uh, had to be, again, really, really cool to get the opportunity to collect all of that winning package stuff for your IHRA World Championship. So you wrapped up. I guess you've wrapped up 2018. You're you're probably through racing since you're in Wisconsin. It's probably in the teens up there right now. You done racing for the year? Yep. That um, Memphis was my final race. So. Oh wow! You wrapped it up in style then. So, what's next for you, Kyla? What are you? What's your plans for 2019? For 2019, we're hoping to be back down in Memphis. But 2019, we're going to still race my fearless car at great lakes and wisconsin international raceway and when we go to midwest races we're going to be using the new junior as i think a quick 16 dragster maybe we're not quite sure but i will definitely Mm. be using that new dragster somewhere in that 2019 season well you um you need to post a post a picture of the new car when you get it all together and get it ready to compete post a picture for us on the sportsman drag racing podcast facebook page so everybody that's getting to listen to your championship interview will get to see that new car you're going to be competing in all right 
We look forward to seeing that. So, Kylie, you're you're obviously 14. You, you got a lot of help. You've talked about that a little bit throughout the interview and, and talked to us off air about it. You got a lot of people that did help you get to and from the racetrack and keep your operation in tip-top shape. Who do you need to thank for helping you get to this point? I definitely have to thank my parents for taking me to all the races and allowing me to do this every weekend. It's very time-consuming, and it costs a lot of money. So big thanks to them and for my dad for always being there to start me up and give me talks before I race and driving all these places, and my mom for always calming me down, and my grandparents for sponsoring Randy O'Keefe Trucking, Osborne's Pro Street, Octane Bar and Grill, and Jen's Massage Studio. I'd like to thank Summit for such an amazing weekend down there, great sponsorship, IHRA for putting the whole thing on, Imagine That Customs for a beautiful dragster, American Race Cars also for designing that, Craig Blossom for the motor, um, and clutch. Wow. Yeah. A lot of quite a, so quite people, a sport group you got around you, Kyla. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of people helping you. And I know they're very, very proud of you as we all are amazing accomplishment. And by the way, how do you interview so well? You do this all the time or something? Uh, I do not. This is probably my second or third interview. So Goodness. it's kind of it's like a new thing for me. I'm pretty nervous actually i'm always like nervous getting into it but yeah it's not showing at all and when you you sound like a pro already and when you're winning top fuel races here in a few years you know, your interview skills are already at its peak so you're going to do wonderful thank you all right, Kyla, well, thank you again for joining us. I don't know if you've ever gotten to listen to the podcast, but we're not quite done. Now, we, we appreciate your time and getting to know you a little bit and you taking us through your championship season and championship run, but we wrap up our interviews here on the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast with something we call Rapid Fire. Are you familiar with Rapid Fire? I am not. Okay. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you five questions. Real easy questions. Sometimes it's about racing. Sometimes it isn't. And they're just simple questions. going to help us get to know you just a little bit more before we wrap this thing up. You can just give us a simple answer if you like. Just kind of quick. You good okay. with that? Yeah. All right, Kyla. Your favorite social media outlet is? Instagram. Okay. Who's the person you admire the most? I admire both of my parents. Great answer, Kyla. You're a pro. Favorite <laughs> subject in school? Big fan of history and English. Okay. I like those answers when I ask Corey Galitti that, because I don't get to ask that much on these interviews, because not a lot of you in school, when I ask Corey Galitti, he said lunch. So that, <laughs> your answers are way better than that. So you're a dancer. You've been dancing a long time. What's your yeah. favorite? What's your favorite dance move? Uh, dance move, I like pirouettes and mm-hmm. Me too. turns. <laughs> yeah, I love those myself. I'm really good at both of those. So. I'm Kyla. at... <laughs> what is the one thing you wish you were better at doing? Math. You wish you were better at math. Me too. I would like to be better at math one day. It'd be a good time. 
So, Tyler, again, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you taking some time. Thank you, parents, for allowing you to spend some time with us and let us get to know you and hear about your dream season. Um, We appreciate that very much, and we wish you a ton of success as you start the 2019 Chase for a Championship. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great night. Thanks again. Congrats on a great season. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. To make sure that you're the first to know when next week's episode is available, subscribe. And you can do that on Google Play. You can do that on iTunes. You can do that wherever you are accessing our show today. Just subscribe. That way that you know that you have got the latest edition of the podcast. You'll be the first to know. And do us a favor. Tell your friends about the podcast. Get your track involved by broadcasting portions of the Sportsman Drag Racing podcast over the PA on race day. Portatree practice trees and simulators are designed and manufactured by racers for racers right here in the United States. As racers themselves, the staff at Portatree is dedicated to providing cutting-edge features to keep you and me ahead of the competition. Looking for an affordable practice setup? Don't use the phone apps. They're inconsistent, which really can do more harm than good. Right? It hurts your confidence, if nothing else. The Portatree Pocket Pal is a quality handheld unit for under $100. Their product line also includes the popular new Eliminator NextGen. That's what I use myself. Plus, a full national event, uh, full-size national event-style tree and uh, the Portatree Mini, which is perfect for traveling or for tighter spaces, guest rooms, things like that. Portatree also has vehicle connections, allowing you to practice in your own car, which is, again, what I try to do myself, and I find it to be a huge advantage, as well as foot pedals in um, several varieties. In short, if you're ready to practice, I mean really practice, take advantage of your practice, Portatree has what you need. Check them out at portatree.com, and as we teased earlier, Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast listeners enter discount code DRAG. 10 that is drag 10 for 10 percent off your next portatree order jed and i are proud to partner with bill taylor enterprises that's bte here within the podcast neither of us jed or myself are strangers to bte products services or customer service I've personally been using BTE transmissions and converters exclusively since 1998. Um, that's 20 years. BTE has quite literally powered every race, every championship, every round that I've won for my entire adult life. My point, they build products that I depend on. BTE builds products that Jed depends on. BTE builds products that you can depend on. Whether it's a complete top dragster or or top sportsman power glide transmission, a torque converter designed for your specific combination, or any transmission component or bolt-on item, the folks at BTE and Memphis Performance have what you need to succeed in today's ultra-competitive world of sportsman drag racing. Shop online at BTE Racing. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast. 
On behalf of Luke, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'd also like to thank this week's championship guest, young Kyla Fight. It was great to get to know Kyla and hear about her championship season and her world finals performance that ended up with getting her world championship in IHRA Junior Dragster. want to say thanks to the sponsors that make this show possible. We appreciate all that present the show, and we ask you to please go and support them any and every time you have the opportunity to buy their products or services. And as always, be sure to tell us what you think. You can message us right there on the Sportsman Drag Racing Podcast Facebook page. Producer Mark will get those messages. Tell us what you think about the show, what we did right, what we did wrong, and what we can do to get better. And you can at either Luke or myself on Twitter, Luke is at Luke Bogacki, B-O-G-A-C-K-I, and I am at JP11X. Thanks for joining us this week, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Banging on the door, bump, bump, bump until I get it in. Attitude like I am already winning it. Foot breaking in anything. Bottom bobbing for a 10. I'm rolling in the cutty switching feet like Enrollment in This Is Bracket Racing Elite is now open. You've heard me discuss, or at least reference, This Is Bracket Racing Elite. It is the premier offering of our website, thisisbracketracing.com. Elite is a membership community designed specifically to help you get from where you are today as a racer to who you want to be as a racer. Led by knowledgeable professionals, Justin Lamb and myself are longtime instructors and we bring in a host of guests, racers that you know, racers that you respect, led by knowledgeable instructors and surrounded by supportive peers that are ultimately striving for the same goal in their own unique way. The truth is at each event, there are a hundred plus entries. There's one winner. At the end of each season, there's one champion. That feeling, not so much the money, not so much the trophy, that feeling of achievement, that sense of accomplishment, that tip of the cap from your peers, that's why we do this. You can dream of that feeling all you want, or you can take action, take steps toward becoming that racer. If you're ready to take the first step, this is Bracket Racing Elite is for you. Enrollment is open now for a limited time. Learn more at thisisbracketracing.com slash elite before we close the doors again on December the 8th.